Welcome to The Luxentis Show, where I share tips on how to create and lead successful people-centric organizations. Hi, I'm Jocelyn Moriners, CEO of Luxentis, a leadership and team training company offering at-your-pace online courses and implementation-style workshops. Make sure to check out our website for available courses and download the top five reasons businesses struggle to attract and retain top talent and what to do about it. Now, if you're anything like me, these past few years have created habits of overwork. Both growing a small business and being a leader have become so all-encompassing that I have been dropping the ball on an essential part, continuous growth. Now, I used to be really consistent with reading leadership books, business books. I used to attend webinars, take courses, regularly meet with people. And then somehow operational aspects of the businesses took over. Now, realizing this, I ensured to still make time for strategy by forcing recurring meetings, which would, in turn, push me back out to planning strategically. But that did not address the growth part. Well, unless you count overcoming challenges, but that is more unintentional growth. And I'm talking about controlled, intentional growth. So what can we do to get back on the learning track when operational requirements have taken over? One thing that you can do is join a book club. Now, to be fair, when I told my husband that I joined a business book club, he looked at me incredulously and said, You added one more thing to your plate. You're supposed to be removing things. Now, here's the thing. I love to read. And like I mentioned, like I used to read all the time. Like every day I used to carve out time to read, to learn new concepts, to open up my mind, to educate myself on various topics. And I can't really explain how. But somehow, some way, I just stopped doing that. Like, yeah, okay, sure, I I read articles, I read, I don't know, LinkedIn posts, that kind of thing. But I don't actually, I I wasn't actually reading books, full-length, deep-dive books. And that's something that I used to do before. And it's just something that was gradual. And over time, it just took over. And so I started more and more developing bad overwork habits. And in fact, it was so gradual that I didn't really notice it until I was asked what I was reading, because I'm always talking to other entrepreneurs, other leaders in my coaching business. I'm always talking to uh, individuals and helping them navigate their own businesses. And so one of the questions that comes up is, 
what are you reading? And usually I would say, well, I'm reading this and I'm learning about blah, blah, blah. And so just kind of showing that, hey, even though I have a lot of experience, I too am still continuously learning. But when the last time somebody asked me that, I was like, huh, I'm actually not reading anything. Well, that's not good. <laughs> so I joined a business book club. And one of the things about that is that it created a lot of accountability. And what I found is that actually was not adding things because I replaced the time that I used to just read whatever to intentionally reading these books, these business books. And so what I realized is that I was reading a lot of articles, but it wasn't particularly relevant to me. It was pretty much, well, whatever is just, you know, showing up in my feed, whatever anybody just kind of sends my way, whatever is popping up in my email. Okay, I guess I'll read that. Well, that's not intentional. I'm not deepening some knowledge on something. Well, I guess, yeah, a little bit. But I mean, let's face it, the articles are usually very quick. And so they're there's something to help you maybe think about something so that you can go and learn more about that particular thing. So it's kind of usually just a, a surface idea that will inspire you to go deeper on a particular topic. And so now I notice that, okay, I'm doing less of that and now I'm actually reading books. And so I'm going much more in depth on particular topics and it's much more cohesive because it's a book, right? And so uh, this has really helped in continuing that growth and it's much more intentional. And so therefore I find that even though on the surface it may seem like it's taking more time, it's actually re replacing time. So think about doing that. <laughs> and uh, the one thing that's really nice about the business, uh, the, the, the club, cause you could just say, okay, I'm going to read. But guess what's going to happen? If you haven't done it for a long time, I'm going to say you're highly likely going to struggle to, to stick to that schedule. But if you have a meeting, what are you going to do? Show up not having read it? Well, maybe you could, but I can't. It was like, I can't, I can't show up not having read the book. I have to have, I have, to have read the book. What if they, they ask me questions? My opinion, discussion with other people. I want to be able to contribute. I have to have read the book. So it has really forced me to do that. And so it creates that accountability, which is uh, really, really great. And so now, again, I'm less skimming miscellaneous articles that happen to pop up. And now I am slowly recreating the habit of continuous deep learning. And uh, at some point, hey, maybe I'll even propose some books that I'm itching to read. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a really great place to start. Another thing uh, could be to supplement with implementational course or a work workbook. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, let's say you have a particular, a particular task that you need to do, but you feel that, you know what, I really could master this better. Well, what if you took an implementational course? What if you found a workbook on it? And then you actually do your task, but you're learning while doing. And so if there's a way where you can implement their learning as you go along moving a project 
at the same time that you're moving your learning forward, then it's like killing the two birds with one stone. And so that is a really great way because not only are you learning new things, but by doing them immediately, you're actually integrating the material that much better because you're figuring out the things that you thought you understood when you read it or, or, or watched a video. And then you're realizing, wait a minute, I don't quite understand what that was about. And then you can go back and then perhaps your questions are going to be uh, more uh, specific because you have actually the implementation part going along with the learning part. So that could be, that would be really, really great. And uh, you could also, especially if it's something that's new to you, let's say you have another task and it's not so much about deepening the long, the, the deepening the knowledge, but it's about learning something new. Then again, by doing, then you really deepen that knowledge and you accelerate the learning because although you're learning all these new concepts, you're doing immediately. And so right away, you're there figuring out, oh, this is what, how, and you can put together pieces much more quickly because you're doing it. And so concepts that on the surface may appear unrelated, and you're like, I don't quite get why they explain those two things together. Once you start doing it, you're like, ah, oh, that makes a ton of sense. I get it now. And so you're going to be exponentially learning because you're doing while you're gathering the new information. So, of course, I mean, if you're completely, completely new at something, it may take a few more hours than it would if you didn't. But, I mean, if you're completely new at it, having someone guide you is actually making you go faster. So it's not really longer because you may think, oh, well, if I don't know how to do it and I have to watch this video or, or read this workbook or do whatever, it's going to take me longer than if I actually do it. Well, no, because if you don't really know and somebody is actually guiding you, if you're they're not guiding you, you're going to be just looking at everything, trying to figure it out as you go. And that may take you more time than if you actually watch the video and have the guidance to get it done. So on the surface, it may feel like, oh, this is just gonna slow me down, but no, it will actually make it go faster. And I'm going to say, probably avoiding mistakes that we all do when we're learning something new and we make these, I'm gonna call it rookie mistakes that probably following a course would help you avoid those. So although on the surface, it looks like it's taking longer, it's probably not. <laughs> So another thing that can really, really help with that growth uh, mindset and that uh, intentional learning, creating content <laughs> like this right here, what I'm doing. Um, and it doesn't have to be this, but it can be creating content like this. It can be writing a blog, it can be writing, um, I don't know, a, a workbook for one of your clients, something for the team. Just having to consistently, and I'm going to say consistence is really key here, especially if you're trying to rebuild that habit and you have fallen into overwork habits, that consistency of creating content is going to force you to think about concepts. 
I mean, when I do these things, I am constantly thinking, okay, how do I feel about this? What's my experience on this? What have I learned about these things? What could I pass along that would be helpful to someone who hasn't gone through these experiences potentially? And so in going through and thinking about my own learnings, thinking about my past experiences, thinking about the good, the bad, and the really, really bad, <laughs> and thinking about the challenges, it really forces this regularly scheduled introspection. And it provides an opportunity to constantly be learning from these events because I'm constantly growing and I'm not the same person I was like 10 years ago or, hey, I wasn't even, I'm not even the same person I was a year ago. So I'm sure it's the same with you or hopefully. And, and so at the end of the day, doing this really forces you. And you may be like, oh man, one more thing. But if you want to continue to be intentionally learning, intentionally growing, you have to figure out where you are and you have to figure out what your strengths are and what you could use more help with. And this will help you do that. And another thing is that it helps you view things through a different lens. So for instance, uh, when I think back about some situations that happened, I don't know, 15 years ago, when I start analyzing with the knowledge that I have now, I view them differently because I have so much more experience. And so I am still learning from situations that happened a decade ago because I am looking at them through the lens of who I am today with the experience that I am today. And so that is a great way to continue to grow through that reflection. And it's actually a combination of the reflection and the explanation that is really magical. And it's how I convey the information in such a way that it will be beneficial to others. Or at least I try. <laughs> so that effort can really provide new insights. And so just as an aside to give you a little bit of context here. Uh, so I was actually the, the CEO of a software company called Quirky Bytes, And I was introduced to a concept called rubber ducking. And it was uh, a developer that asked to have a rubber duck. And I was like, what are you talking about? And so I was told that it was from a story in the book, The Pragmatic Programmer. And so the general idea being that when a developer became stuck and needed to debug their code, they would force themselves to explain it to the rubber duck line by line. And so there's something in having to explain things that creates a new perspectives, even within ourselves. And they usually would come up with the solution in just having to verbalize it. it, it there is something that happens that unlocks new insight. So consider that. So at the end of the day, let's not kid ourselves here. Uh, deciding that we're going to break those bad overwork habits instantly just because we decided is highly unlikely to happen. It took us a while to develop these overwork habits. It's going to take us a while to break them. 
But if you can do that, like break them instantly, good for you. <laughs> for the rest of us, like me, <laughs> it takes me a few tries before it sticks. So if your first attempt fails, know that it is fine. Find the one thing that you did right and cling onto that and build from there. Maybe you read a chapter of a book. Well, hey, you know what? That's better than last month when you didn't read a chapter. And focus on progress one step at a time. Keep coming back, keep trying, keep being intentional. In time, those healthy work habits will become just that habits. I hope this episode helped generate ideas and potential solutions. If you know someone who could use this message today, please make sure to share it with them. And if you're feeling particularly generous, why not rate and review wherever applicable? I'd really appreciate that. So thank you for listening and let's all continue working on creating and leading successful people-centric organizations.